Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is faith-based power. And now here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Welcome everyone. My name is Roland. The program is called Shedding Shackles. Today I want to talk to you about power and why you are powerless. Have you have you noticed? that you are powerless to do any good. For a long time, you thought you could do good. You thought you could change people. And another common mistake, very common mistake is, you think that by being nice, you can make other people nice, and so you're nice. And you do for others, and then what? They take advantage, or they get spoiled, and then you resent them. And then your resentment makes you guilty for resenting them, and then you extra nice again, and then they take advantage again. Christ said, of myself I can do nothing. Now, isn't that a remarkable statement? Of myself I can do nothing, he said. It is the Father within who doth the works. And now you find yourself powerless. Well, people walk all over you. People take advantage. And then maybe you try to regain power by doing what? By becoming angry, by talking louder, by working harder, or maybe by trying to accumulate money or something. And yes, you do gain a certain power, don't you, when you talk louder and you become the bully. When you were a little child, you hated the bullies. Now you're the bully with your own children, perhaps with your own husband, your own wife, with people that are weaker than you. You take advantage in bullying them around. Now look, as what has happened, you've become what you hated. But do you have real power? No. You just have a, a sort of a power in an animal dog-eat-dog world. If you're a bully, if you manipulate your husband, pressure your kids, if, you're ang if your anger makes people walk around on eggshells, then all you've done is created an animalistic world. That's right. That's all you've done. And somebody comes along who's more powerful than you, your boss, for example, or maybe your wife, or someone. Even your kids can become more powerful because you bully them around and push them around and pressure them. And you don't have patience and you don't have love for them. And they become contemptuous and angry. And then all of a sudden, one day, the tables are turned. And you find that they're in charge. And you chase after them. You chase after them. But they have contempt for you and look down upon you. Maybe you slaved for them and did everything for them. But then they look down upon you as if you were less than they are. You see, it's a dog-eat-dog -dog world of one person tearing the other one down. Then you build people up only to have them tear you down. Or you build them up and then you want to tear them down. That's not a way to live. Christ said of myself, I can do nothing. It is to father within who doth the works. So do you understand that you don't have any power? But the other thing is that you give up power. If You could have power. You could have power, Christ said. He said, if you had faith as a mustard seed, you could say to that mountain, be moved, and it would be moved. Do you understand that? Christ had power. He could change water into wine, and he could heal people and raise the dead. He could still the waters. 
He had power. But was it his power? No, it came from the Father. It came from the Father. Now you, if you had faith, if you were in God's will, if you were on the way to become your true self and you only wanted to do God's will and you realized deeply what Christ said of myself, I can do nothing. And instead of reaching down into your brain for some clever answer, instead of reaching down into your body for for some kind of anger energy, for some kind of libido or distrudo or impatience, instead of reaching down, if you just remain still and quiet and realize that you don't know what the good is, you don't know how to do good, you can't do good, you don't even know what the good would be, and so you just you just realize that, and you feel a little weak, a little helpless, but then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you see what to do, or something comes to you, and you move, and you move with power, because you're doing God's will. Do you understand? This is very important. We'll talk more about this topic after this message. I'm a man with a microphone, so I, people ask, no, I don't have a church. I do not have a church. I'm just a person, and I open my mouth and I talk. And if what I say strikes a responsive chord, then that's good. stations now all over the country but I'm only on 15 minutes on many of the stations this is a half-hour program my Sunday morning program is half an hour you should go to my website sheddingshackles.com so you can listen to the whole program or go to weeklypastor.com or how about saturdaypastor.com or sundaypastor.com easy to remember Weekly Pastor, Saturday Pastor, Sunday Pastor, take your choice. .com. That's right. And if you're using a mobile device like your iPhone, be sure to enter www first. That's www.weeklypastor.com. Do you know that there is a field? We all know that there's such a thing as a field. We know that. It's not a debatable point. People know that there's, there's an electric field and a magnetic field. Everybody knows that. So fields exist. But there is a much greater field. It's the background field. And it is not of time. It is pre-time. You could call it the mother field, or you could call it the ether. You could call it um, pre-time force that was a willed action of God that came forth and went round and round and round like around a ball of string with precession. Round and round and round, ever expanding. The universe is ever expanding. And this force that comes from all directions, at any point, it goes round and round and round, coming from all directions. This force sustains everything. And the next thing that it becomes is gravity, as it surrounds things. And where does the things come from? It made them. 
It spun them off. Because you see, this force, this pre-time force, has unbelievable speed. But you don't sense the speed unless something exists. And so from this, this force, millions of times faster than the speed of light, maybe billions of times faster, little eddies swirled off, little, little whirlpools came off and spun inwardly, round and round, and they became the first little particles of matter. And then they combined together, and then you began to have atoms and molecules, and the whole universe was made from this one, this one thing. And the power in it is unbelievable. It's a willed action from God. You should get the Kaboris manuscript. It's such a beautiful version of the Bible, beautifully translated, exquisitely translated from the Aramaic, the Kaboris manuscript. And read John 1. In the beginning was a willed action. That's it. It was God's will, so it has purpose and power. Do you understand? Purpose and power. God's purpose, and he endows it with power. He gave this pre-time force, which becomes gravity, which becomes everything. He gave it power, tremendous power and purpose, to carry out what he wills. And its power is so great, it can make giant stars. And its purpose is so exquisite that with mathematical precision, it can make a delicate snowflake just unbelievable. And so this power, how do you think that Moses, how do you think Moses was able to part the Red Sea? Or how, would, how did Samson pull down the pillars of the building? How did these things happen? Because Moses was doing God's will. And God willed that the sea part. And Moses was just an instrument. And through him came the power. You see, this mighty power was harnessed according to God's will. God can use his created pre-time force to do anything he wants it to do. And so there's great power. And then this power, as it makes things and things react to each other, there's magnetism and there's movement and, and there's there's velocity and there's gra the f gravity and all of these things, well, all of these forces and various powers, and then there's life and there's movement and there's spin and then there are hormones and they're just, all of these things are transfers, transfers of power and purpose, transfer of power from the mother field all the way down to the little snowflake or the butterfly. Do you understand? All the way down to your cell. Everything is given a little bit of power. Now, we have a little power. We call it life force. And you have breath. And you can speak. And you have a heartbeat. And so you have that. And you have some life force. And you can use that little bit of life force that you have. You can use it. To, to want, that's right, to want to do God's will and to stand ready, to stand ready to do God's will.
and then the power will come from him. Yes, sometimes you have to do a little something on your own, but you reach a certain point when you can do no more. If you're doing God's will, he will then assist with that power that comes from the universe. Do you understand? So now do you see why you must become still, why you must meditate to become still, to come back to the will of God, and then to let go of your angers and your hatreds and your impatience and all of these various forms of handed down power that you rob from other people and they rob you. So it becomes a game of one passing to the energy to the other. You give power to others. They absorb the power and then they rule over you. Do you understand? You must refine your creator. Then the things that you read in the Bible, you will understand. You will have ears to hear. And you will also understand. And your eyes will see. And you will also perceive. You need power from God. And yes, there's also spiritual power that he gives you. The power to understand. Find that power and live unto God. And life will be sweet. Until next time, Lord willing, and the Greek don't rise, I'll see you then. Bye-bye. To learn more about having faith-based power, and to hear the complete 28-minute version of Shedding Shackles, visit www.weeklypastor.com. That's www.weeklypastor.com. If you would like to contact Roland, send him an email at roland at weeklypastor.com. Are you experiencing stress, anxiety, or unhappiness? Do you feel weighed down by the past? Stay tuned for a special message from Roland Trujillo, host of the Shedding Shackles radio program. For over 25 years, Roland Trujillo has been helping people shed the shackles of unhappy memories, consisting of upset, hurt feelings, and negative emotions that bind them to the past. Over the years, many people have listened to and benefited from Roland's positive message. Perhaps you, too, can discover the secret to becoming free from the past and moving forward to live a new life of joy and purpose. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Hi, this is Jeremiah Trujillo, the producer of Shedding Shackles. The music example you're hearing now is the Spanish dance number no. 8, titled Sardana, by the Spanish composer Enrique Granados. Thanks for listening. We're talking today about power. All power comes from God. And the mighty works that Christ did and Moses did is because they were doing God's will and they only wanted to do God's will. And doing God's will means that at some time, in order to accomplish his will, more than what you have is needed. You have a little bit of energy, a little bit of power. You know, you can walk from point A to point B. You can open your mouth and speak. 
you can move your hands, and things like that, and you can think. But sometimes more is needed than he comes from God. It's that simple. So now, let's talk about the creation that you see around you. It's very much an energy exchange between life forms and between objects. The bowling ball hits the bowling pin, and the pin moves, doesn't it? You push on something, and it moves, and you transfer some kind of energy to it, so it has momentum. You lift something up in the air, you have to use energy to lift it up in the air, and then there it is, you put it on the shelf. And then, if you were to push it off the shelf, well, it would fall because of gravity. You see what I mean? So, there's very much a transfer, but this transfer also occurs between life forms. The sun gives energy to the plant. The plant gets its energy from the sun. It's very beautiful. It's pure. See? And it's not a dog-eat-dog -dog world. It's not one plant having to eat another plant. The plant gets its life from the sun. It's very beautiful. And incidentally, that's the way we should be. You should get your life from the Creator. But anyway, the plant then gives what does this plant do? Well, it makes leaves, and it makes flowers, and it makes beautiful fruit and grain, and then other life forms eat the grain or eat the fruit, you see? And then you have animals eating each other, but you see it's a transfer from one to the other. And there's also a transfer when you have, you know, the leader of the pack, and somebody challenges the leader, and the leader wins and re maintains power. But if the other one wins, then the other one becomes a leader of the pack. You know, with pack animals like wolves and things like that. So there's all kinds of exchanges going on. Now, the, the problem is that most of us who are halfway decent, halfway decent, we don't have any real power because we're not doing God's will. You're doing someone else's will, or you yourself are willful. And you have no idea what God's will is. You just, people said, you got to do this, you got to do that, you got to study harder, you got to get this and that degree, and you got to do this. And so you just do what everybody else says, and you hope that you can get a little piece of the pie by serving them that you'll get a promotion or a raise. See what I mean? Or at least you'll maintain, you'll be in their good graces and won't get fired. See what I mean? Or you have to be nice to people if you're living at home you're your parents, and you're living in, in a little apartment in a basement, and you have to be nice, otherwise they'll kick you out. But what I'm talking about is that when you have these little interactions with people, somebody's the winner and somebody's the loser. And when the winner get to the winner goes the spoils. You've heard that expression. They get a little bit of your power, of energy. They get the power. They get power from you, and then they dominate you. Do you understand? You transfer, your power is transferred to them. And of course, eventually, there's, there's a chain gang, a hierarchy, and then eventually at the top of the scrap heap, you have, you know, the leader of, uh, of the nation or of the tribe and, or the leaders of the nation. They have accumulate power or the gang leader in the neighborhood has power. You see what I mean? And so people give up their power. But the power that you have is only a little bit of power, just a little bit. And you got it from where? From where? Well, from other people who you buffaloed around and intimidated and you stole their energy. Maybe your own kids. You took energy from your own kids. Then you go to the office and, you're, and the boss browbeats you or 
or someone makes little remarks and you resent the remarks and you give up power. See? Do you understand that the intimidation doesn't have to be where one person, you know, is, you know, browbeating another. The intimidation could be an office worker who says, oh, it looks like you're gaining weight, <laughs> and you resent it. And in that resentment, you give them power. Do you understand that? So now, you must learn how to stop giving up your power to others, stop resenting them. You must see that you are a slave of the dog-eat-dog -dog system and just realize that fact and don't resent it. And then, understand that you must refine your Creator and learn to do His will. You must learn how to become still. And that's why the little meditation can be so helpful. It gets you started, teaches you how to sit quietly, stand back from the thoughts and emotions, and become still in the present moment. Realize reality, and then you can begin to move and have your being in a, in a new way, a beautiful way, a way where you serve God. Some of you husbands you've discovered, you try to be Mr. Nice Guy. You are a people pleaser. And you walk around on eggshells so you don't gain your wife's disapproval. And you want to be popular. You want to win a popularity contest. Because in the past, when people were out of order, when people were, you know, not doing things properly, your kids were laying around on the floor and didn't have their room clean, and, and um, your wife was bossing you around. And, well, you tried to reestablish order, but you did it with anger, see, and you didn't have power, see, unless you're coming from the good. See, if you're coming from, if you said, okay, I don't have any power, I'm not living my own life. Everybody else has power, and somehow I'm being drained by everyone else, and I don't want to be become the bully. I'm being bullied and pressured and intimidated and have to be a people pleaser, but I don't like that. But on the other hand, I don't, I don't want to pressure other people. I can see that I'm pressuring my kids. My impatience pressures them, and I see that's not good. I don't want to do that either. So now you just see all of that, and then take a little time to... Um, Begin meditating with my meditation. Learn to become still. Learn to see things as they are and see the sorry state of your life and, and realize that other people are in the same boat you are and stop hating them. You resented your parents. You wanted something from your dad. He wasn't there for you and your mom was unhappy and she hated her husband and blamed him and Maybe she spoiled you, or she got you to side with her against Dad, or who knows what happened. The variations are endless, but it basically boils down to the same thing. You resented them and went out in the world and said, I'm never going to be like them. Then you found out you became like them. So now you just have to see all that and realize they couldn't help themselves any more than you can help yourself. But you have a benefit. You, have, you can listen to this program. You somehow hear that what I'm saying is true. You, you sense it has a ring of truth. And so there's a blessing upon you. See, not everyone. In fact, most people listen to a program like this and it, they don't get it. They have no idea what I'm talking about. And they may not even like it. Something about it they don't like. If you can hear where I'm coming from, there's a blessing upon you.
You understand that? You're already blessed. So now appreciate the fact that you're blessed and stop resenting other people and meditate. Take a little time to let your hair down and relax a little bit. You're under tremendous stress. You've been trying so hard. Just relax. Meditate. Take it a little easy for a while. Get to know yourself. Okay? Become a regular person. Stop putting on airs for people. Stop resenting them. Stop being dishonest. Just be a regular, simple person for a while. Become a nothing. Become a nothing. But then, from that nothing, you can become a something of God. It's a divine paradox. And by giving up power, yes, giving up power over people, the power of your impatience, of your tongue, of your rudeness, of your intolerance, the power of your manipulating other people. Give that up. And give up judgment of others. And become powerless. And then you will receive power from God. Power to see. Power to understand. Power to realize. And then eventually, power to do good. Not of yourself. Not of yourself, but of the Creator. It's so beautiful. So beautiful. Life can be so simple. Do you understand that the bird gets its power from, from the mother field around it and from the things that have been provided? And all of, all of it is the Creator's will. And the bird has beautiful feathers and sings beautifully. And it does it effortlessly. God gives it through nature, through the pre-time force, through the various energies that the bird gets in its life, its proper life, a bird, the bird life, to do all the wonderful things that the bird does. And do you understand that you could be you could have all the energy and the power that you need to do the things that God wants you to do. Okay? But you don't know what that is now. All you know is that your life is a mess and somehow you resent other people. Now you must stand back. Refind that still center, your center of dignity, and learn how to flow from within, instead of always reacting to the outside, and live un unto God, and with his blessing, and with his approval, and with his love. Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise, I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is sheddingshackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you. <laughs>